Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I am Dan. And coming up today, we're going to continue we're gonna chat yeah we're gonna chat more uh we're, that we started last week a more informed or rather more uh an in uh, an in-depther look <laughs> at uh at what we talked about last week which was dan just quickly uh uh grumpiness yeah and civility and all of those things i mean maybe not grumpiness so much as incivility. We wanted to say right off the top, by the way. We do need to get this out of the way. Uh, we, we're going to talk about this more later on, but we wanted to say that we last week we played a clip from uh, the Scathing Atheist show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we were in touch with, with No Illusions, the, uh, the, the host of the show. And he let us know that he felt that we misrepresented him. And so we wanted to make sure that you guys all know that that, that that's his feeling. I don't necessarily disagree with him. We kind of did mis- misrepresent some of what he was saying. So yeah. uh, we'll get into that more, but we wanted to just apologize to Noah. Right, right off the, the bat. bat and just say that that's the, we, we try not to have that be our style over here at Thank God I'm Atheist. Well, not only. So. I mean, our problem is that we just, we just literally start blathering. And <laughs> who knows it, what the hell's going to come out of these it, mouths of ours. In case you guys haven't noticed, this is an unscripted show. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, You're not reading right now? No. Oh. No. And uh, the, any <laughs> amount of editing that happens is seriously, like... We're way too lazy to edit our show all the way. Like, <laughs> like it, it's it's splicing the show together. It's yeah, not we don't, cutting stuff together and, and like we don't cut taking bits out. Yeah, that was kind of a deal that we made with each other. Really, with the first episode, right? Yeah, was we, we, whatever we record today, we're just going to post it. Yeah, and there's no take backs. No, yeah. unless something goes horribly awry, and uh, we, you know, oh, well, we've had n- noises right. happen. We've had uh, computer the, failures. We've had reasons why we stopped recording. But for the most part, we our aesthetic is we just say what we're going to say, and when we're done, <laughs> we post it, and we hope that we haven't like literally offended everyone on the planet. And so, consequently, we sometimes offend people. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about so, that sorry, further no. later on. Uh, to begin with, though, uh, I'm going to jump in here. Mm. I'm relating two different uh, stories mm. that I read this week. Mm. Uh, there's a story in RNS, which is the Religion News Service, mm, yeah. about whether there could be an atheist vote, <gasps> a, a, a block, a, a, a significant Atheist like, like voting how block. the Christian right has sort of turned themselves into a vote, right? And Indeed, the, they get courted. They do by candidates, yeah, right? Okay. Uh, and 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 it means that their issues are more on the minds of the candidates. It means that when the candidates disproportionately on the minds of the candidates, <laughs> indeed, than any other issue in our nation. Indeed, it's it's yeah. it's why laws keep getting written, uh, voted on, voted in, and mm-hmm. struck down. Over and over and over. And so the question is, can atheists achieve sort of a same disproportionate representation in our system? No, just <laughs> some representation. It doesn't it oh, even be proportional. We'll start with some representation. We'll, we'll just okay, take probably... any. We'll start with any and move on from there. A, mod- a modicum. 
of representation. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Uh, it's the the article quotes uh, David Silverman of of American Atheists. Oh yeah, <clears throat> who's talking about uh, yeah, and and also um, Kelly Damero of the uh, Sec- Secular Coalition of America. All right, um, both of whom are talking about trying to sort of coalesce, not just members of their organizations, but like the nuns, the humanists the the people not nuns being catholic nuns but the people Although, could yeah. be a major constituent to to court what the catholic nuns catholic nuns they're great i feel like they don't <laughs> quite align with what we want well okay All anyway right. um but it uh, the i mean the trick here is that we don't all believe the same things yeah I was, I was actually just wondering that how do you distill this down to one thing that Everybody can get on board for. It. I mean, what is the issue? Well, there are several point? issues. So, uh, so Silverman outlined a few of those: um, emphasis on church and state issues, um, yeah, tax okay. exemption for churches, okay. Um, okay, turning those into into sort of economic issues, um, uh, okay. reciting of the Pledge of Allegiance, that sort of thing. Uh, these are these are educational. These are economic issues. They're not religious issues, right? You know okay. what I mean? Like, sure. that. so he's trying to reframe things. Um, Interesting. The other story that I wanted to rate, relate to this uh, is that American Atheists as an organization has made has made some big changes this week to their organization. Did they? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, so so they've now they've now actually uh, they're opening an office in Washington D.C. Oh dear God. Uh, and they will and that will be headed um, by the the new. National Legal and Public Policy Director Amanda Kneef, who who's been working for them for a long time. I don't Fantastic. know. How, I don't know if okay. she just says Neef or if there's if you pronounce the K. I don't know what to say with that name. Anywho, she uh, she will be <laughs> she will be um, trying to uh, to to sort of uh, he- spearhead this political uh, agenda now. Lobbying. Yeah, she indeed, go- she's going to be a lobbyist. I think so. Yeah, we're interesting on yeah. behalf of. The nuns, the the uses, hmm. the uh, so I mean, I, of atheists though. If it's yeah. American atheists, she's there for her own. So yeah, they're. I mean, okay. they're, so their 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 emphasis is now towards voter engagement, political action, and legal advocacy. Okay, um, it does mean that the, some people lost their jobs, including Danielle Moscato, who, oh, no is, who will no longer be working for them. Downsized, I guess so. Interesting. Yeah, well, Danielle, who uh, was on our show as as uh, as Dave Moscato, but right. but is now transitioning to a woman. Uh, so wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. So they've shifted gears to being about policy. Are they? What? What? How did uh, Danielle Moscato get downsized? I don't know. I don't know if they just couldn't afford her anymore or if she was uh, – if they just don't feel that they need – I mean, she was a PR director. Right. And maybe they just don't need that position anymore. I don't – Does I, this – There wasn't an explanation I, that was I, offered. This really. is not dancing on anybody's grave. But does this mean that there are going to be no more of those stupid billboards? I, I don't know. One could only hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that the, the Danielle did far more at American Atheist than just the billboards. Well, I don't even think she was in charge of the billboards. Oh, no? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Know. Nonetheless, uh, that's unfortunate for her. So, yeah. So uh, anyway, she's a she's a friend of the show, and so we, yeah. we regret that. But she's she has nothing but nice things to say about the organization. And oh well, that's good. So any any hint where she's going? Just out of curiosity. Uh, no plan as yet. Oh, okay. 
So, but she does want to continue in uh, atheist activism. Fantastic. So there you go. It's a worthy cause. I suppose so. <laughs> All right. We're kind of doing it. Uh, ish. Ish. Well, I, we, the operative word was kind of. Kind of. We're yeah, kind of we're doing just, it. And just, we just talk into microphones. And <laughs> That's a thing. See what happens. That counts as a thing. Yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Um, well, I have the story of uh, a man who was uh, digging in his basement. He, well, he was digging up a basement. Um, I guess he was renovating a home. Mm. Uh, and uh, this is up in Alberta, actually. Oh. And uh, he came across... Uh, a, an entire school of, of fossilized fish oh. in the limestone that oh. he ran into, right? Uh, and uh, he, uh, it all gets turned over to uh, paleontologists. Sure. As, as thank God. That, he did. Well, that, that, makes, he was like, that hey, makes a lot more awesome. sense than like turning it over to, you know, a preschool or something. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. Uh-huh. It does. Um, but I mean, it could, he could have just been like, "Oh, well, look at that," and then just thrown it away. Exactly. In the in the skip, he, he could have. Sure. Right. Instead, he turns it over to paleontologists at the University of Calgary. Sure. Uh, and uh, one Miss uh, Ms. Darla Zelenitsky uh, looked at them and is uh, has now said that they swam in waters about sixty million years ago. Um, which, um, he, he doesn't care for. Uh, the problem is he's a creationist. (laughs) Right. And, uh, he, so he's denouncing the, the findings (laughs) of, uh, does he, does does he know what at, scientist means? At, as the man who is digging in the basement, he does not believe what the scientist had to say <laughs> about the thing that he found that he knows nothing about. Right. Um, he he contends that no, no, these these got here during the Great Flood. Right. Uh, which was, as everybody knows, about forty five hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, um, thank you. Thank you, uh, Ms. Uh, Z- Zelenitsky. Mm. But I reject your findings, <laughs> madam. I reject them. Thank you. Good day. Right. Yes. Um, but it's actually a really fascinating discovery. They believe uh, she believes that it may actually be a new species. Okay. Uh, or an and- old species, newly discovered. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Thanks for the clarity. I'm sure people were confused. Yeah, just pointing that out. That, uh, <laughs> that, 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 they're not springing forth from the limestone. They were... Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You always have put such a nice... I have a very incisive mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the best part about this whole story is a quote from uh, Mr... Edgar Nuremberg, who was the man who was digging in the basement. Uh-huh. Um, um, and this is what he had to say. I subscribe to the creationist position, and I believe they were laid down in Noah's flood about 4,500 years ago. We already know that that's his position. Right. And then he goes on to say, but we agree to disagree. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yes, I think she's very fine with that agreement. She will definitely disagree with you. That's amazing. I did get, what did he think she was going to come back and say? Uh, oh, my God. 
They're only 4,500 years old. Oh, this proves Noah's flood. He like, thought what? he found the proof. What? In what world is that? Oh, okay. And then he, he also uh, says uh, later on in the article, he's quoted as uh, saying uh, that he has come to, quote, accept the fact that we all have different opinions. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. You can't. You don't get different facts, though. You can have your own opinion. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's so it's amazing to me. That it's just it's just an opinion. Yeah. It's, don't don't worry about it. It's just I mean, look, it's just an opinion. Yeah. Her opinion. Yeah. Her scientific opinion. Va- ver, you know, based solely on and really based almost only on uh, countless decades and and volumes of work done by thousands of scientists over the yeah. course of you know hundreds Centuries. of years yes uh that's all she's basing her opinion on that's it that and also meticulous testing right. and uh and uh and knowledge of sort of you know rock strata and yeah. that sort of thing that's all she's basing her opinion on and he is basing his equally valid opinion <laughs> on uh you know the the scribblings of, of, a, uh, of, of Bronze Age, of Bronze uh, Age mystics, uh, anonymous authors. <laughs> so, you know, six of one, half a million of another. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, that, was, that, was, that was okay. Yeah, it wasn't great. You're right. Uh, I'm going to move clever. on. It was clever. I see what you were doing. I'm going to move on to a different uh, college. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. This one is a college in India. Ah. Called Jorhat College. Oh, uh, parentheses amalgamated. I don't know what that would mean, but there you go. Uh, Jorhat huh. College amalgamated uh, <laughs> has made an announcement huh. uh, that I think is very interesting. Okay, mostly because it's not uh, you know some liberal college here, you know, in the eastern United States or whatever. Right. Uh, this college has now decided that it will accept openly transgender and openly atheist students wow uh so they've they they just released a thing that said that uh admission forms for the college uh for the next academic year starting in july uh will differ from other colleges uh, as it will have an additional option in the gender column apart from male and female for transgender or the third gender i don't buy it I think they're smoking them out. <laughs> it's I, I a trap. I think they're tired of the, 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 the transgender and atheist folks sneaking their way in. Yeah, well, okay. Frank Frank is taking the Ad- Admiral Akbar approach. <laughs> it's a trap <laughs> to this. Uh they've they've said they've also they uh the president of the college has said this is not only an important step taken by the institute, but oh, yeah. a rational one too. Based huh. on the principle of equality and non-discrimination that every society should practice. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> don't just check. Just check mail. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Just don't don't let them know. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Well, that's a you know, it, it seems like a, a, a good step. But here's an interesting point. Mm-hmm. If I were, let's say, Danielle Moscato, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't check transgender. I would check female. Oh, right. The one, the, the gender that you identify that as. That you are. Yeah. 
So it's so maybe it comes from a, definitely a good place. It comes from a good place. Good intentions, yeah. But perhaps ill-informed. Yeah, it seems it seems like it's it, it would be far better for them to just say, "We'll just accept whatever you say about your gender," or just how about you don't we? Well, I mean, I, they want demographic in. Uh, knowledge of who's attending there yeah i actually don't i don't huh that's very interesting yeah because at a certain point in like i'm sure there's i mean again i'm i'm just trying to put myself in the mind of 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 a transgender person Right. right and there's probably a moment when you are feeling pretty good and happy and excited about it and you kind of want the world to know Mm hmm and then there's or, going or on with the rest of your life in the gender that you pr- that you, that you felt you were since you were a child, right? And just wanting just to be a man or a woman and not having it be an issue anymore, right? right? As opposed to being a trans man or a trans woman, right? It's and there yeah. will clearly be those that that identify with that. I am a trans man. I am a trans woman. Sure, but you're right. There has to be a subset of that community. That just wants to be a man and just wants to be a woman. Right. Again, though, I, I, I sadly, I, I have to plead ignorance. I, I honestly don't know the community well enough. But maybe, I mean, I mean, maybe it's nice that they just have the option. If you want to just identify as man or woman, do that. If you want to identify as trans, you can do that. It's just right. don't hold them at fault for checking yes or checking yes, checking male when you think they should have checked third gender. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like, if, if the if the college gets pissed at you because you checked yeah. male and and they want you to just cop to being trans, that could be it. But it is interesting how different cultures will understand gender differently as well. Yeah. And so that it might there might be some interesting gender discussion going on in, in India that's a little different than ours. Sure. As well. Sure. So, the, con- the constructs might be uh-huh. slightly off, slightly different. Or off, or they're off. wrong. It could. They're, Clearly, they're wrong. I Whatever mean, their approach is, Dan. About so many things. <laughs> I think what we can say, one doesn't want to generalize about India much, but what we can say is that they're usually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. What do you got? What's my next one? All right, I'm going to stick with this one. This one also comes from Canada. Canada. Oh. Uh, well, I, why am I picking on Canada? I don't know. It's just in time for, uh, for I don't know. Canada Day? Well, that's a month away. Damn. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> this one, uh, citynews.ca is claiming exclusive uh, Muslim boys high school soccer team uh, refuses to play against team with two girls. Oh. Uh, so it's a it's a Muslim high school, and it sounds like they're in some sort of um, it's a it's a private, you know, Islamic high school uh-huh. uh, that is in some sort of like um, athletic association with other secondary schools, right? Um, and so, but they're they're like private or religious, sure, secondary schools. Got it. Um, and so the. Uh, Robert F. Hall Catholic School uh, fielded a team with two girls on it. Okay. And the policy of the uh, Region of Peel Secondary School Athletic Association, or RAPSA, uh, is that if a school does not have a girl's team in a specific sport, 
that girls can play on the boys' team if they try out and make the team. Sure. So these two girls tried out for their uh, their school's soccer team. Got it. And they got on. Well, another member school run by an Islamic right. organization. Doesn't like it. Doesn't like it. You know what I think they should do? Here, here's here's how you handle this situation. If you're the team that's fielding two girls, mm-hmm. you just start mocking them and saying, this isn't about your religion. This is because you're too afraid that you're going to get beat by girls. <laughs> oh, you're going to get beat by a couple of girls? You're scared, huh? Yeah. I well, think that's what you do. The girls supposedly voluntarily sat out the game oh which is bullshit uh, robert f hall catholic school uh, yeah they shouldn't have even asked them to do that the, i don't the know school if they needed asked, to... whatever it, the article says the girls were like we're not going to cause a problem for our team or for anybody everybody gets uh, to play today except us where are the grown-ups in this the grown-ups should have the said grown-ups should have said no absolutely not we're not doing this absolutely thank not. you for they that get to forfeit right we we're going to show up and put our right. team on the field and uh-huh. they they can make whatever decision they're going to make. Yep. I agree. That's I mean, that, that's the grown-up thing to do. And yeah. I never know the grown-up thing to do. So <laughs> if I know it, then they should know it. Well, the the, the Islamic high school, uh, the, the coach of their team has said that they, uh, when the next time, I guess both uh, both schools ended up qualifying to go on to the next round in whatever tournament-y thing there might be currently okay. in or doing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so they will most likely possibly play again. Play again. Uh-huh. Um, and if they do... The Islamic school has said that they will uh, forfeit and okay. uh, walk away from that one. So Maybe it was a tactic. Maybe if they sit the girls out for one game, then they can get both teams into the playoffs, and then the Islamic team has to I'm forfeit. I'm sensing a conspiracy here to, I, between I li- the Catholics and the, the Muslims. I like it better if there is one. <laughs> <laughs> But of course, the what, what's so nutty is that like the somebody from the the coach of uh, the the Isna High School, mm. um, Essa Abdul Karim, Karim, uh, he said um, we were a little caught off guard because we assumed it was a senior boys league and exclusively for boys. <laughs> Free mixing is generally something we do not do, uh, more so out of respect than anything. I love how the Muslims. Always term it as like this respect for women. You think that's just Muslims? Well, but Muslims, they Mu- always do Muslims it. do it. Mormons do it. It's all uh, whenever whenever someone is oppressing a woman in the name of religion, it's to respect her. And it's just it's such fucking bullshit. They need to be called on it every single time. Here's what needs to happen. Every time like the United States jails a Muslim for, let's say, for terrorism. Yeah. They should say, "Oh, we're doing this out of respect." <laughs> we just we need, we need to put you in this jail cell out of respect for you, yeah, and your uh, your beliefs, yeah. We'll this just is keep how you in, we respect you. We're just going to keep you in here out of respect. Yeah, we like to limit your uh, freedom out of respect. Yeah, so that you can't so that you can't debase yourself. Yeah, we're just going to keep you in here. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, whoops. special Muslim one. <laughs> yes. How How special. How we respect you. (laughs) uh, I'm going to move on to another way of respecting. Um, Oh? It's bad respect. More more bad respect. Uh, 
in my in my opinion, I'm just going to say for me, this is bad. Uh, oh, the creators oh. of Ben and Jerry's ice cream uh, what, have created some beautiful things. They have made some very lovely flavors. Yes, yeah. That's they have true. contributed to the taste profiles of America. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, but unfortunately, so uh, every now and then they'll solicit uh, input from the the you know the various taste buds oh, no. of Americans. Okay. And their number one requested ingredient, they say, will never be uh, become ice cream. Cannabis. Bacon. Bacon? They will never put bacon in their ice cream. <laughs> because they've... It's not marijuana. No. No, they're just trying to keep it kosher. <laughs> Shut up. They're trying to keep it kosher. That what? Almost all of their products are co- are able to be labeled kosher. And let me tell you something. If they put bacon in, it's not... It's, it's, not, it's unkosher two ways. It's unkosher because there's there's pork... Right. And it's unkosher because there's meat and dairy mixed together. Oh, dear God. Which they're not allowed to do. Oh, I thought... Oh, okay. Ha! Huh. So. And, oh, and it probably <laughs> threw off the whole plant for <laughs> yeah. the, you know, the approval for no, whether it's kosher or not. So right? the, part of this started with somebody invented... Uh, uh, a, a graphic designer uh, named John DeFriest made a uh, made a splash when he mocked up a fake flavor of Ben and Jerry's inspired by uh, Parks and Rec. Mm. Um, you know Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec. Uh, he, he, he so so the flavor was was called all the bacon and eggs you can have. Oh no, sorry, all the bacon and eggs you have. Okay, because right. I think that was a line he, he yeah. just said. Give me all the bacon and eggs you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I think anyone who's ever had, like, you know, bacon on anything sweet mm-hmm. knows that this is a good idea. Well, where are the eggs? Don't do eggs. There, there <laughs> needs to be, I, I assume, some scrambled eggs. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> some yolk, a little, a little no, vein no, of yolk you, running you, through Oh, it. God. No, you just take it. You just make a custardy thing. Mm-mm. That's, that's not true to the ingredient of what we're talking about here. There's eggs in custard, and that's as far as I'm willing to go. Stop talking about eggs. Start talking about bacon, because that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> the bacon that will never be in the ice cream. The bacon that will never be. Why not have one that's not kosher? What's wrong with that? <sighs> What's wrong with that? I, I think if enough pressure was applied, maybe we could convince them to have a non... It's not like there's going to be a Jew who's going to look at the flavor and go... Oh, oops! Bacon and whatever. Yeah, I, I that's probably fine for me. <laughs> I don't see how that could go wrong. I'll, wait a minute, is there bacon in this? Yeah, in my bacon ice cream. What about? Is it possible to achieve? What if it was just like bacos, right? uh, like some sort of like like vegetable product that's not actually bacon? <laughs> Right. Well, there was talk of uh, somebody asked about kosher bacon, which is made with beef, uh, but it still runs afoul of the whole meat and dairy problem. Right, which is why I'm saying totally artificial, <laughs> totally fake. Just v- puffed, vegan bacon? Puffed vegetable of some kind that's flavored really smoky and salty you... and with something that will give it a meaty flavor. And then what they can do is is like rig the packages so that when you try to open it, it just pokes you in the eye because that's not bacon. <laughs> You're telling me you hate bacos? 
I'm telling you, bacon is bacon. And only bacon. <laughs> I don't bacon. even know if bacos are actually <laughs> veg- vegetable. I have no clue what bacos are made of. I think they I thought they're artificial, but I could be totally wrong. They're probably there has to be made some of meat in there somewhere. Yeah, probably. I, I mean, there's Lord knows there are plenty. There are the the vegans and the vegetarians of the world have tried very hard to approximate pretty much every meat product they can find. <laughs> um, they always fail at that, but I don't know. I just I I I oh, wouldn't you would be honest. Wouldn't you adore like a, a some sort of like like caramel bacon treat delight? Mm, it'd probably be fine. It'd be so good. It'd be fine. Oh my god, you guys! It would well, be so what good. you could do like coffee how about caramel this? bacon. How about this? Oh, how, how about this? They need to um, have a little side portion. It, when you open the canister, right? <laughs> there's a little pocket. There's a little divider, and there's bacon. In that divider, and you just stir it in yourself. This seems like a perfect. How like, does that help? Kosher workaround thing, right? Because it's not There's, in the product. It's not in so, the ice so cream. So the Jews can only uh, can the open Jews, it they, up until the point of the bacon and go no, no further. No, no. You open the thing, right? You take the <laughs> lid off the little the little tub, right? Yeah. So there's a little wall. I get it in the tub, right? With its own little seal across the top. Okay. So. So the Jews just don't unseal the bacon. They leave the bacon sealed <laughs> to keep it kosher. And then, but if you want the bacon, you unseal the bacon. No, and then you spoon it out. The and Jews you are not going in. to buy this. They're just going to not buy it. That's their that's their workaround. The Jewish workaround is, I'll buy the kosher kind next to it. Right. I'll buy the flavor that's sitting right next to this flavor. Sure. That's fine, but I'm saying, can't we both, like, can't we have our our cake and eat it too? <laughs> our bacon. Well, there you go. Save the bacon Whatever. is is what I want. But Whatever. They're not going to do it. Yeah, terrible idea. It's sad. All right. Um, well, I want to go to Ireland. We cannot leave Ireland and their gay marriage vote out of. Uh, the show this week. It was a big deal. Landmark vote. Faith and Bagora. Crazy, crazy. I mean, Ireland, uh, this is a pretty Catholic place. Yeah, and what's not like, Catholic, traditionally, is pretty Protestant. <laughs> we, are still, you thinking of Northern Ireland? I'm thinking of all of Ireland. Okay. And of the fact that there's, like, stuff going on between... The, right. There has traditionally been <laughs> okay. problems. Anyway, um, Ireland... It's uh, Christian, the, is what I was trying to get at. The... the, the uh, the the country that has about 90% of its public schools run by the Catholic Church. 90%? Yeah, something around Holy that. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. There's like priests and nuns in all the schools. Oh my God. Um, anyway, uh, this is this is the country. Yeah, this, this, this country is conservative. And uh, they just voted. It was... Um, it was it's considered basically a landslide decision at 62% yeah. of the the voters rejecting um the uh, traditional definition of marriage in uh their country and i mean there, there there's some pretty amazing headlines uh <laughs> around this story about this story yeah um you know throwing off catholicism and whatnot um who knows how much of that is true sure what is true is that um uh this is a country that has decided uh to go 
in the in, on in the direction of uh, equality. Well, with what's marriage. what's shocking about this is that this is the first country to ever, as a nation, embrace marriage equality by popular mandate. This has never happened before. There have been uh, there have been lawmakers that have made laws. There have been all sorts of ways of doing. Oh, it. Oh, I see what you're saying. But the, this is no, the, it's the, never happened. It wasn't the through the normal <clears throat> legislative bodies. Of right. The, this was the country voted, and this is where it fell down. Yeah, okay, that's all a right. big deal. That is a big deal. Um, what's also interesting is uh, this is start, starting to shed light on other parts of Europe. Oh, um, places that are far less conservative uh like germany okay and uh one uh ms merkel angela merkel who uh came out and said this week uh that it that, that she recognizes uh let's see here where's the quote today was an important milestone in dismantling discrimination uh, this is a spokesperson mm. uh for uh, angela merkel uh, and the chancellor is pleased about that but same-sex marriages are not a goal of this government. Oh. So yeah. very interesting. Uh, yeah. Germany, uh, 75% of voters approve, like, totally in support <laughs> of gay marriage. And yet they don't have it yet? And yet the uh, center-right ruling party oh. is uh, not going for it. They're just not putting it on the agenda. Right. The, it'll get there. It, they all know it'll get, will there. get there. But it's very interesting because there's only a few places left in Europe that don't have uh, gay marriage. Yeah. Uh, Switzerland, um, Austria. Um, Switzerland takes a neutral position on marriage <laughs> entirely. <laughs> They didn't list Italy on here. Uh, Italy, of course, doesn't have gay marriage yet. Although there are places in Germ or in Italy that are going rogue on the issue. Are there? Yeah, the uh, Vatican being one of them. <laughs> I mean, they don't call it marriage; they just call it having sex. Ew, damn! I'm just saying everybody in the Vatican is gay. I'm just saying all of the priests and cardinals in the Vatican are gay people, and they're all having sex with each other. Is what that you what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wouldn't you? Not with them. It's <laughs> disgusting, Dan. <laughs> they're all old. <laughs> That's my outrage, Dan. But they're rich, and they're wearing such fun clothes. They do have fun clothes, and I will say, they probably really know how to party. <laughs> right? But they're probably really gross. Remember the story we did, like, a year ago about all the cocaine that was being funneled into the Vatican? Oh, yeah. You think they were selling it? Hell no! They were partying. Yeah, and it was a shit ton as well. <laughs> Holy crap. Anyway, uh, if you'd like to comment on this or any of the of the things that we have talked about today, mm -hmm. we would love to hear from you. You can write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave a voicemail message at 424 666 8 Four four two. Yeah, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, and click on that like button. Also on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and right. request to join it. Yeah. You might get let in. Yeah, if you pass muster. <laughs> Basically, if you're a listener of the show. If you're a person. Yeah. Um, and what's great about that is that it's per perfectly private. So if, you, if you're concerned about who can see what you're posting about atheist-type topics, that's a safe place to post. It is indeed. Uh, so, well, are we going to listen to somebody else talk for a second? 
Yes, we are. Other than us? Yes, we are. Yes, we are, Dan. This is uh, one Mr. Pat Robertson. Patrick J. Robertson III. And uh, he... That is not his name, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, you know, he loves a good exorcism. Oh, Let's just leave it at that. Don't we all? Patricia says, I think my daughter is possessed by a demon. She's in jail, and I can't even stand to be around her long enough to go visit her. Do you have to physically touch someone <laughs> or be around them to cast out a demon, or can I pray it out of her from afar? Well, it depends on how good you are at praying, but the answer <laughs> is yes, you can pray it from afar. But I think you ought to get a group together <clears throat> and maybe see that daughter, but you may have to have an exorcism. I don't know what she's got. Uh, but I do know that uh, sometimes, but the last thing you want to do is to get together and start singing um, this power in the blood. You don't serenade demons. You, you command them in the name of Jesus to, to leave. Mm. And uh, I, I think doing that long range, you see the, the Lord dealing with the Gadarene demoniac. The man came to him, fell at his feet, and Jesus, the demons were talking to Jesus. So uh, I think... I don't know. She's in jail. I don't know if, if the jailers would allow you to have a little uh, intercessory uh, deliverance meeting if you brought some people in. Well, if she can get enough time with her, she could just say it real quick, you know, and just cast that demon out if the daughter's open. Well, but, you, you, need, yeah. you need prayer. But, I mean, yeah. I, I had a demon say, you know, you can't have her. She's mine. I, and I said, no, demon, you can't. So sometimes they'll talk to you, and you, you, you've got to respond. How come she's got the demon? How come? What did she do to, to get possessed? Uh, you need to look into something beyond that, and you also need to make sure that you know what you're talking about, that she hasn't got some mental illness right. uh, that, that needs uh, uh, psychiatric care or some uh, chemical intervention to keep her sane. Uh, be sure you know what you're talking about before you start casting out demons that may not be there. All right. <laughs> he is nutsville. I love it. I love it. Like... In the same breath, like demon, demon, demon. Oh, but be careful! Could just be mental illness. <laughs> Ask your your neighborhood jailer. It might be. If, uh... <laughs> jailer. As we were listening to that, he said the word jailer, and we were both like, "What century does this guy live in?" <laughs> we have jailers. Go, go, and go fetch a cooper to make a barrel for the water uh... of the jail. <laughs> it's uh oh. but I also um, I do demons, like oh wait I do like the idea of serenading that's a demon exactly where I was gonna go <laughs> yeah lullaby little demon well the problem is they just like it too much La -da -dee -dee. well I I'm not trying to get rid of them I yeah. want more demons <laughs> I want so many I want a lot of demons I want to just see what happens when there's a whole demon party if it turns out they're real Dan <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> I already tried to sell my soul to the devil. He didn't take he it. He didn't take I it. I don't feel like there's any... I don't feel well, like... he's already got your soul, Dan. Oh, okay. He he needs Joel Osteen's soul. Yeah. That's who he... Although, I no, think Joel Osteen... I think he might have Joel's soul, yeah. too. Yeah. Joel didn't get the... Uh, what is it? The Astrodome? What is it called? The, the, yeah, it's the old... It's where the it's the old place where the, where the Houston Rockets used to play. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. I don't know what it's called it's, either. It was a sports arena of yeah. some kind. He owns an arena. <laughs> you don't own an arena and keep your soul. That just doesn't get to happen. Anywho, um, we had some folks uh, write and or call into us. Um, mm. 
Robbie from Texas wrote in and said, Hey guys, I wanted to make two comments. First, about organ donations. I gathered research material for a professor as a grad student who was working on a book about the history of corpse stealing and looting. Oh, dear God. Uh, he was apparently interested in the idea of misusing organs donated by deceased peeps, uh, as many of the articles I had to skim over were in that topic, too. Uh, there were numerous articles that covered the different uses of skin that gets donated. Ew. Many people think it goes to burn victims or people otherwise in need. But according to these articles, many tissue banks can sell their received donations to other businesses for things like male augmentation surgery. And wallets. <laughs> and, yeah, sure. That calfskin wallet you just bought? <laughs> mm I just I'm I avoided the joke I was going to make and you're we're all the better for it. Oh, um he says really? I want to hear it now. <laughs> he says uh I don't think it's common. <laughs> really? Oh, you really want to hear it? Why not? Oh, I mean, you God. said that. Well, the moment's passed. You said calf skin wallet, I was going to say foreskin wallet, but it's a different yeah. Ugh. Oh, okay. I told you it wasn't uh, a good it wasn't uh, Yeah, but you can't say that you're going to say a joke and then not say it. I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where else? Uh, anyway. Uh, other than wallets, how is this going? Robbie, Robbie continues. He says, it, I don't think it's common uh, if it happens at all, but it was interesting. Hmm. Uh, he says, I still have my box checked. I assume that means he has the uh, donation, the organ donor box checked <laughs> on his thing. Dan. Where is your dirty little mind going? I just said I, that's what I, that's what he means. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's all I said. On vegetarian vegetarianism, he says, I am one. Uh, National oh. Geographic did a series for a while about overpopulation. The series said that our modern heavy meat diets uh, waste a lot of land use, which restricts mm. our ability to maximize food yield per mm. acre. Mm -hmm. For every one pound of beef, for instance, it took something like seven pounds of grains to produce it. Uh, oh, yeah. Because of this, the articles estimated that by nine billion people, uh, there would be a mass food shortage in many developing countries. Thus solving the overpopulation problem. Ta-da! <laughs> I, I don't think that's how we wanted to solve it. We didn't want to starve the too many. Well, we got too many. Hope you're fit enough to live. Self-correcting. Good luck with that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and the email address was, uh, what was it again? Uh, we don't have any email address. We don't have any email address. Um, he says, um, uh, as a hypothetical alternative, if everyone ate vegetarian diets, we could, each roughly, we, we could reach roughly 14 billion before we maximized our land use. We don't want that. Yeah, I really we don't want that. First of all, I mean, hooray! We're going to run out of materials to make iPhones before we can <laughs> get iPhones for fifteen people. <laughs> there's going to be so many problems. There's, there's going to be yeah. Can you grow a hydroponic cow? That's what I. That's the Ooh. next. That's the next step. The hydroponics for everything. Huh. We'll just have we'll just have like skyscraper sized farms that go up. They're vertical. Sure. Of, like, tomatoes here and corn there and cows. That's a terrible idea. Anyway. Uh, As was every idea that I suggested. Right. Everybody. We, we're I don't all... Believe, I don't believe any of it. We've all got bad ideas. <laughs> Frank and Dan. It's it's bad idea time with Frank and Dan. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, Robbie. Um, we also had... Uh, wait, let me find... Um, uh, why don't you play the the voicemail? Yeah, okay. Because the rest uh, of it, the rest of it's all 
uh, on the same topic. Oh, is it now? Yeah. Okay. Um, here's a, a caller with uh, he he's he wants to draw some distinctions between sort of atheism and everything. Anyway, I'll let him I'll let him explain his position. Hey, Frankie Dan, this is Brandon. Shout out from Garland, Texas, a little suburb of the massive metroplex that is DFW, as I'm sure you remember as you passed through it in a little road trip. Anyways, uh, what I wanted to talk about today, um, I was wanting to bring up the issue of the atheist movement as a whole, or rather, in my opinion, the fact that we're not really a movement in the sense that we don't stand for anything. <laughs> As it is, atheists are people who just are not theist, as in people who do not have a monotheistic belief in like a god, Judaism, monotheism, etc. So what I see here is a problem kind of like what the religious right is dealing with now. Is they're trying to include as many people as possible to get their vote, but as and including all the people that they're including, they're including a lot of voices that most people wouldn't want to generally associate with. Now, what I'm referring to is a lot of our more vocal atheist leaders who are, uh, shall we say, rather off-putting to most people in general, not just religious. Uh, so, basically, it comes down to the argument between skepticism and atheism, whereas atheism is merely where you end up. Skepticism is the mechanism behind it. So I think that we should be standing for a skeptical movement rather than an atheistic movement. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks for everything. Well, thanks, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's an interesting point. We kind of touched on this earlier in one of my stories because uh, we touched on the idea that atheism that, that there, that might there... actually be a little bit more cohesive with the rest of the non-believers. Yeah, I think that I think that the idea is that there are certain things that bind us together. That we Right. You're absolutely right that atheism as a concept is not a thing. Right. It's the it's just the lack of a belief in a thing. Right. If if we can keep the advocacy for the for for sort of the atheist community nuns and agnostics and everything if that can be limited to church state you know, separation, right? And maybe one or two other issues that we can all clearly agree on, uh, and it doesn't morph and start to develop its own politics within that movement. And one group starts to get their priorities, whatever they may be. Then I don't see any problem with it. Yeah, because I mean, it, it does sound like that's sort of what he's he's using the the the. the the religious right, as an example, we have sort of unsavory types who are getting a little too much of a of a um soapbox right to stand on yeah i mean i think the idea isn't that uh that at least for you and me frank i think that what what we're not we're not about you know forwarding atheists we're right. about uh f making sure that things are equal for everybody absolutely so, so yeah. that we have the same rights that uh the you know the christians do and that our kids when they go to school aren't indoctrinated into something that uh they that would be inappropriate right or that there's some informal litmus test for you know public office right whatnot that's that's a religious litmus litmus test yeah so so yeah but those are still problems in our in, in those in, are problems but those are really those are goals that uh, if we adopt those as a community those are those are easy yeah you know so there i mean there so is a speak, there easy. is a movement there and i think that that's it uh so i i, I but but I mean, I do like the idea that that skeptic to promote skepticism. I mean, I think that that's a oh, good thing. Yeah, no, no, no. I, th there should be people out there who are uh, 
Yeah. Or critical Talking thinking. About that. Critical, critical thinking. Critical thinking is, sort of where... is, is what we need to be uh, yeah. advocating for, uh, at least in the schools and whatnot. Yeah. But, but yeah, there, I, I don't agree that there's no, there's no basis for an atheist movement. Anyway, uh, I'm going to move on to some, some uh, feedback that we got. We got lots of feedback from last week's show, Frank. Hmm. I, Did we touch a nerve? I think I think we touched many a nerve um, <laughs> on last week's show. Uh, we were talking about civility, yeah. our listeners will recall, and about the idea of uh, what's effective in communicating with others and what's not effective in communicating with others. Ah, yes. And, you know, I... So I'll just read some emails and uh, and then you and I can get talking because that's that's what our final <laughs> segment's going to be about. Okay. Uh, Mark wrote in uh, and said, "I have only been subscribing to the podcast for a few months, but I really enjoy it." That said, oh boy, I cannot tell you how much I disagree with your thoughts on this topic. You are certainly fond about sniggering behind the backs of religious of the religious for at least an hour a week, mm. but completely spineless when confronting them? Count me out. Yes, we are at war, and yes, we are seriously outnumbered, which is all the more reason to stand up and fight. Mm. I had no idea you guys were your ideas were this flaccid. Oh boy. Uh would you have met would you have me meet Pat Robertson and tell him quote you think god is punishing america for letting gay people live gee gosh i don't feel that way they don't hold the they don't hold views that are worth respecting and i claim the right not to respect them you go ahead and honor the dignity of deranged and deluded uh, fascists. Keep giggling from your blanket fort and oh. don't trouble yourself to take a stand what there are plenty of us who will wow uh dan uh, well, I sorry, Dan. I I can't see you because there's a a pillow well, in the that's way. That's the question. Like, how did he know that we're in the blanket for? Like, we've talked about doing video of the show, but how did he know? It's <laughs> weird. Uh, By the way, uh, Mark, if you don't have a blanket for it, get in one. They're the best, oh, Dan. Um, yeah, so, sorry, Mark, but, um, no, Mark, I, so, so that, so that's what Mark said. I'm going to read some other guys and yeah. then, and then we can just launch into everything. Perfect. Um, g'day, Frank and Dan. Uh, I, I will refrain from doing a, an Aussie accent. Um, oh boy. Uh, but this, thank one, you. <laughs> this is from Jeff. Uh, g'day, Frank and Dan. Uh, love your show. Just finished listening to the most recent episode and felt moved to respond to your comments regarding No Illusions stance on mockery and the like. Okay. For a start, I'm absolutely on board with the position of ideas are fair game, people aren't. Fuck, for all I know, I may be one I may I may well be one of the champ, original champions of the position, and I may well be able to read at some point. Mm. Uh, as such though, he says, I think you've incorrectly conflated a few things, so here's a friendly flea in your ear. Firstly, and most importantly, I think that you and I have different intended audiences in mind, and The Scathing Atheist speaks to my audience far more than it does to yours. See, my intended audience, and that of The Scathing Atheist, I think, isn't so much the, ser uh, the seriously religious. I hesitate to speak for Noah, as he's uh, utterly capable of speaking for himself, but I think his intended audience, as demonstrated by his seesaw analogy, is, like mine, the silent majority. My aim, and I've been mouth, uh, and I've been a mouthy cunt for re or for reason for a long time now, has never been to convert the true believer. 
That seems to, to me to be a waste of energy since true believers aren't actually open to opposing views or logic or any of that shit. My aim is to expose the fucktard bullshit the true believers spout with ridicule, satire, and yes, outright mockery in order to empower the lukewarm believers, as Noah once was, to start questioning. Uh, the point in reasoning with fanatics isn't to convince the fanatic, it's to allow everyone else to see how fucking dangerous and stupid the fanatic's ideas are and give them a chance to reject them. Uh, he goes on, but uh, I, I think we, that, that gives a good, a good feeling for his point. Uh, okay, awesome. Um, uh, so let's move on to, uh, I just wanted to, to, to cover a few of these topics cause I'm, I'm going to forget about them if we, if okay. we just keep pressing onward. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I, I, first of all, I want to say this. Um, I don't, I disagree that Noah's audience intended audience is, uh, is, is the, the, the lukewarm believers because Noah's intended audience is other atheists just like ours is. Uh, at least for the show, Seems like for, it. for the majority of the show. I, I, I don't know what his stated goal is. He said that on his show, or I've heard him say that. Okay. I, um, for my money, I mean, Christians are going to you know, listen to some of these shows, our show, his show, and they're going to troll yeah. and whatever. And we've had that. <clears throat> we've gotten those emails. Sure. But the main point is that I think, uh, I, I think that it's, it's largely uh, we're talking to a other atheist. And mm -hmm. in that respect, I have a zero objection to Noah's show. And the other thing is that I should be clear, we should be clear that when that one of the things Noah wanted to point out was that the diatribe that we played a clip of was actually much more about uh his dis his his dismay that other atheists have written into his show and asked him to tone down his rhetoric on his show. And I want to go on record as saying I don't think he should tone down the, the rhetoric on his show. Mm. His show is his show. Yeah. yeah. And it's not and, – and, you know – He has it, the audience that he has because of they're responding to his show. And yeah. He does it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't disagree with that at all. I would never be one of the ones to write in and say tone down your show. He does the way – he does it – he's crafted a show and I like his show. So I don't have a problem with that. I, what you and I were talking about, Frank, which, mm -hmm. which it turns out wasn't really what he was, ta he was talking about, though he sort of veered off into this, right. was just how we as atheists encounter the believers in our, yeah. in, in, in our world. Uh, and, and so I, I think that there are two different things. I think that venue is very important. Yeah. Uh, and we can't ignore the fact that we should act differently in different venues. Right, right. I mean, I don't but think... one thing that I get a little concerned about um, is bringing in war metaphors into... Mm. and battle metaphors into um, civil society. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, mean, I really don't think they have any place. So you're, refer you're referencing Mark's email. I'm referencing email. Mark's email. Um, because, and you hear this. And I can't remember exactly what Noah was, uh, the, the terminology that Noah used, but I feel like there was a militantism in it of, uh, you know, this is, did he, did he say anything along the lines of this is, this is a, uh, I, I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't recall. I can't recall exactly what Noah said, but Mark, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the email. Um, you know, he says, yes, we are in a war and yes, we are seriously outnumbered. Well, I don't disagree with the fact that we're outnumbered, but war is a tricky metaphor because it, it, it allows for behavior 
that it, it almost says any behavior is acceptable. And I just don't agree with that. Right. We're not shooting anybody. No, we're not and, trying to hurt anybody. And, and Mark clearly is not advocating that we go out and kill everybody. No, who but disagrees it's not. With us. It's not. That's, a that's war. not. And that's not what I'm saying. But war allows for behavior that 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 is different. This is it, it, barely it, even a culture I, war. I, 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 hate, I, hate, I hate the idea of war being thrown around too much because when war happens, there are wars that need to be fought. Right. Real wars. Yeah. Right. There are evils that have to be fought down in the world from time to time. And unfortunately... We're a little too happy. We're a little too hawkish, both with our language and with our military. And it just to conflate the two and to get the two mixed up with each other. I just I'm very uncomfortable with. He's speaking figuratively, and I get that. But here's here's the thing: the war metaphor again. War metaphors for me are I I can't. But 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 what he's doing is is making this I think a much uh, more horrific thing than we're actually dealing with. Right. What we're dealing with are are differences of culture. And differences of belief, and sometimes that encroaches on our rights as, you know, when we as atheists uh, have to, you know, defend our right to have our child- children go to school and not uh, ha- not be preached at and not mm-hmm. be made to say a prayer. when Absolutely. They, that's a problem. And that's right. But and we're those... not talking about defeating slavery here. <laughs> we're not talking about, like... You know, getting the right to vote. Right. This is not that big. It is big. It's important for us. And I believe in the cause. Right. But we're... But we're not at a war. Right. This is... We're just negotiating civil society. Yeah. We're just trying to bring us closer to... Right. And if all you're going to be doing is volleying nasty barbs across to the other side, you're not ever going to have a conversation with the people who are willing to have a conversation. Correct. And so... I mean, again, I'm just harping on Mark for some reason, but he brings up what would you? Well, he harped on us. That's fair. <laughs> if you were, if, you know, if you were meeting Pat Robertson, what would you say to him? And he actually isn't that far off of probably, you know, like I, I say, you, I, why would I, you say anything to him would, other than just like having an interesting conversation with the man? You're not going to convince. You're not going to convince him of anything. And I think more than more than anything, I'd be like, you have provided us so much wonderful material on our show. We clearly disagree. But you, I want you, to adopt him facil- as my crazy grandpa. <laughs> Are you, you kidding me? Us facilitate so many conversations that are in response to what you have to say we clearly don't agree right but thank you i enjoy i enjoy the clips uh that i see of yours on the internet yeah i mean that's along the lines of what i would say why because i'm a i'm a polite person and if you're and you know yeah exactly you're not first of all we have to acknowledge we have to get to another point that you and i were making when we were talking earlier which was that there seems to be a goal among many atheists to convert non-believers to atheism right and i have to say like i'm torn on this idea right you you are pretty adamant that you don't think that that's a good idea at all i will and 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 i kind of you know when we were talking earlier i i mentioned you know the fact that i spent two years of my life trying to convert uh, some people on, on a mormon mission right and the whole goal of a mormon mission is conversion right and so i might i i admit that i might have i might be a little hypersensitive to the idea of conversion as, as, as a goal that any group should ever have. Right. And one of the reasons that I, that I do believe that, that, it, that, it, that, it's, that it's kind of just the wrong goal for anyone is because, and, and especially for atheists, right? Because it comes from a place of knowing. You know 
you are convinced that your way is so right that, that it is the way that everybody else needs to be living their lives. Right. And I wholeheartedly reject that, especially as atheists, because we, we, we don't know. If we're right. honest with ourselves, we don't know that there's no God. We know that there's no evidence for God. Right. And so, so we choose to live our lives free of superstition and, and, and myth that, that there's no proof for. Right. And, and it seems to work out awfully well. It works out great. However, I, uh, see, so I'm with you. On one hand, I, uh, I think religion tends to be pretty poisonous. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, that God belief hurts people. It, 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 it keeps them from, uh, from good critical thinking yeah. a lot of the time. It can, it can cause them to oppress mm-hmm. their fellow humans right. in ways that they wouldn't necessarily do otherwise. Right. Certainly can be a very expensive proposition. If you're right. a Mormon, 10% of your gross income is expected to go to them. Yep. Uh, so there's a lot of downside to religion, and I would love to free people from that. Then, However, I, then I say that you should work on the, the, your loved ones. I think those are the people that, you know, mass conversion is probably a little bit of a problem. But Working on your loved ones and just I like, don't even know about that. Like, I'm not even convinced that you should work on your loved ones. I, I like, think you po- you should, I have loved ones that are believers. absolutely be pointing out flaws in, in thinking. I, think, I, I don't think that that's a problem at all. I think you should point Understanding out. Understanding that the goal may not be um, to convince them that there's no God, right? That's what I'm getting to. Just helping them make better decisions and to think more clearly convert them to they're going to they're going to deconvert themselves eventually if they are if they're going to yeah and 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 the goal should be what we should be fighting for is not converting everyone to atheism what we should be fighting for is converting everyone to critical thinking absolutely to skepticism to clarity of thought yeah uh and to and to personal integrity and honesty Mm mm-hmm um, and if I have personal integrity and honesty, I'm going to admit to myself that I don't have all the answers. Exactly. And yeah. so I can be wrong about something and I will vote the way I, the way my conscience tells me, I will mm-hmm. always act in accordance with the dictates of my conscience, right. but I will not necessarily think that my conscience needs to be the be all end all decider of everybody's life. <laughs> right. And there are lots of people who are way smarter than I am. Yeah. And I'm gonna disagree with a few of them, but I'm not gonna be like, well, I definitely know they're you know, they're stupid for thinking that. And this oh, and ooh, me saying that put me on another thing that I wanted to say. Oh, please do then, uh, Dan. which is that uh when you so 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 there's this huge distinction that has been made, and Noah pointed this out in his email to us that uh, that he never said he never advocated mocking people. He only advocated mocking ideas. Okay, I think, and and we went off as though he had said uh, talked about mocking people. Hmm. Here's where I fall on this, and here's where I think I was going without actually saying it, without actually like forming the thought cogently enough that it actually came out this way. Right. Uh, which is that a person's belief, especially religious beliefs, becomes so much identified with their self, mm-hmm. with with who they are, with what that with what that believer, uh, how that believer identifies their own their own identity, mm-hmm. that they don't make a distinction between you mocking their ideas and you mocking the person. If you start with mockery, if you start with aggression and mockery, 
that distinction is not going to be made in their minds. They're just going to hear you mocking them. Hmm. And I, 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 I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a per- and and I'm you not, know I'm not we're going to try and have somebody yeah. on that's going to clarify this point. I'm not 100 percent convinced. I'm not 100 percent going to go down that road with you. But I will say this: as a former believer, I uh, think the 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 thing that I'm I'm going to have to toy around with as far as that idea is concerned, right, is the way that I used to feel whenever I'd hear like any sort of or encounter any like anti Mormon literature, mm. right. And so I'm going to have to parse, I'm going to have to think that through because I'm not convinced that, that that's a, that that's a full, that, 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 that that's fully the thing. Okay. I'll have to hear some explanation and some further thought. On and, and we're working on a couple yeah. of, we're working on some guests that, that will enlighten us and, and probably make our, you know, change how we're thinking a little bit. Hopefully, and, uh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully clarify. I would clarify like the cl- whole, the whole I'd thing. I'd like some of my thoughts clarified at this point. Right. You know, another thing that's come up uh, on both on the Facebook, on the, in the members only lounge and uh, a couple of the emails that we received, we made a big distinction between satire uh, and mockery. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about so so he taught Noah talked about mockery of uh, of ideas of bad ideas mm-hmm. and how he thought it was an important thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then he mentioned a bunch of TV shows and and books, you know, mm-hmm. Douglas Adams and Monty Python and stuff, right? That uh, that went after these ideas. Uh, and I th- and we you and I said no 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 hold on there's a big distinction to be made between satire and mockery a bunch of people have said no they're synonyms I would like to clarify our point <laughs> uh, mockery is listed as a synonym under most definitions of uh-huh, satire yeah. but they are not synonym does not mean they are the same thing they don't share a definition yeah. um, satire I, I'll just read some so the what Google how Google defines both of these things perfect. Uh, Google says satire is the use of humor, irony, exaggeration, or ridicule to expose and criticize people's stupidity or vices, particularly in the context of contemporary politics and other topical issues. Right. Uh, The way that they define mockery is teasing and contemptuous language or behavior directed at a particular person or thing. And I think it's the contempt that you and I were talking about. And I think I, I think that, that even though that the, these could be considered uh, syn- synonyms, they're pretty I, close. They're not the same thing. Exactly. And uh, and 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 it's the con- and it's the contempt for the other person yeah. that will instant that they will instantly pick up on that they will instantly dismiss you for. Yeah. And when we hear contempt from them, we we in- instantly dismiss also. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I, I think that uh, I I don't buy that they are the same thing, and I think that there's an important distinction to be made because, you know, if you watch Monty Python, if you read Douglas Adams, you don't hear contempt. No, in fact, I, I mean, I was trying to think through like uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the to the Galaxy. Sure, um, and I I would think that in a way like. The beautiful thing about satire is that you you can create this whole other universe, mm. right? Where pe- where it's clear what pe- what 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 the writer is actually talking about, right? Right? Uh, whether it be religious groups or institutions or whatever. I mean, Douglas Adams was. I mean, he was tearing a lot of things down. Yeah. Right. Um, but 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 there was. It's so ridiculously good-natured and so fun and so it's play and it's, it's playful it's humor. And it's not that he like clearly 
he he had he he was ridiculing you know uh-huh. some some very powerful organizations uh-huh. right but but it but, was but it wasn't i mean i just feel that mockery you you call it's more specific it wasn't it's more contemptuous yeah like, I, I mean i don't know like i think it would be hard to mock something indirectly you mm. know what i mean like mockery you'd be calling out the catholic church and you're flat out mocking the catholic church for its its set of beliefs which monty python i will say dips into that kind of stuff I, I think Monty they're Python, still doing satire. They're still doing satire, but I would say that you, there's a Venn diagram here, oh, right? Where they overlap. Where, where they th- I do think they overlap. Okay. I will say that, that, that I think they overlap a bit. So, I mean, we are drawing such... I really think we are drawing a fine line, and I don't think everybody's going to buy it. That's fine. I so, mean, we're, 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 we're not trying to present ourselves as, like, the final arbiters of this conversation. <laughs> This is not like, by the way, we have the all of the answers, and if you guys don't right. accept it, then right. fuck you, and you're you know we're smart and you're not. Even that though is, some of these responses felt like that's what people think. We sure, I mean, we, well, so, we, we are the guys that we're distinct that we're saying that that we don't take ourselves so seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, sure. I mean the fact we clearly take ourselves seriously enough to, you know keep putting microphones in front of ourselves once a week and sure. putting the show online but like like huh, anyway hey yeah i i feel like there's going to be more to this conversation uh and and we we've just sort of scratched the surface it's well, strikes a lot of nerves what I, what i'm curious about is um uh I, because i really don't know i want to know how people how, how we pissed people off this time yeah, so so I'm sure we'll find out about that soon. Um, the other thing is, so, so we are going to, now, Frank and I are not experts. This may shock you um, on human behavior and how humans interact and stuff. Mm. So we're going to, we're going to try and get uh, some, somebody on the show who can, who can lend some expertise to this, who can speak from, uh, from a uh, position of, of education yeah, and authority. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, so we're, hopefully we've got some more, uh, good shows coming up for you as this is, you know, this is sort of, you want to talk about an atheist movement. Mm-hmm. This is, these are important topics for if, as we, as a group go forward, and we need to be thinking about these things. Yeah. So what is uh, our approach? We appreciate everyone, uh, who supplied, uh, a, a, a countervening uh, uh, point of view. Yes, and uh, and and we encourage you to uh, to call us out. Tell yeah. us tell us how we're wrong because we're open to that. Uh, you you can do so by writing to us at, at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or you can leave us a voicemail. Please do. It's four two four six 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 eight. We really like to have other voices than our own on the show, so that's mm-hmm. a good way to do that. Um, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and like it, and you'll see a whole bunch of neat stuff that Mackenzie's putting up there. Absolutely. Or uh, if you like a little bit more privacy, or you're just looking for a great place to... To, to, to vent and to have and a good chat and, and to, have a good to participate in this ongoing conversation, then search for because it's a closed group, so you have to search for it. The TGIA members only lounge right. on Facebook. Yep, and uh, I'll let you in, and you can uh, you can vent your spleen, as the old saying goes. Ooh, please don't. That yeah. would be a that would be a horrible scene. <laughs> it, would, it, it would not look good. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we we also want to thank Mackenzie for all her fine work on the Facebook page. And good to see her the other week. Yeah, it was cool. And it, 
I look forward to that her yearly visit. Indeed. Uh, we also need to thank uh, our donors for this week. Uh, Stephen. Oh, yeah. Stephen is now. We have. We. Uh, everybody's going back to PayPal. It's kind of weird. I have. I don't have a problem with. That. No, it's totally fine. Uh, Stephen uh, has now become a monthly subscriber on PayPal. Also, uh, Barbara did a nice uh, one-time donation. So thank you both, Stephen and Barbara. Oh, and uh, and John is also a monthly subscriber. Uh, thank you, guys. So thank you th- to them. If you want to donate to our worthy, worthy cause, please uh, do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the... Uh, you can do it either Joyride, uh, which is sort of... We're still trying to get our campaign over its second hump. We're mm-hmm. working on it. Yes. Um, we could really use your help on that. Uh, so go to joyride. Go to thankgodimatheist.com, click on the Joyride button, and become a monthly subscriber. Indeed. It will help us out a lot. Uh, and, of course, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. Yep. And uh, thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, we sure do appreciate you. Bye. 